0: The end-season tournament is coming. Whether you like it, whether you don't, it's a thing that's going to happen. And for a young Orlando Magic team, it's actually kind of a big deal. I'll explain why on today's episode of Locked On Magic.
1: You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: You Are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is July 10th, 2023. My name is Philip Rossmanich. I'm the expert in site editor over at Orlando Magic Daily.com Because follow me on Twitter at Philip R underscore OMD. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, the NBA in season tournament is coming. Whether you like it or not, I'll explain how the tournament's gonna work, where the magic are placed and why I actually think it's really important that they do well in this tournament, the opportunity ahead, plus the path forward for them to advance. We'll get to all that coming up here in just a moment. First, we want to thank you again for making Lockdown Magic part of your day every day, no matter when you listen to us, whether it's first thing in the morning, whether it's right when we upload. We truly appreciate you making Lockdown Magic part of your day every day. Remember, there's a great Lockdown Podcast covering every single team in the NBA. Just search for On and the team you're looking for, the Lockdown Podcast Network. It's your team every day. The idea of the NBA's in-season tournament is admittedly one that has been met with skepticism among the larger fan base. Um, everyone will say that it is a secondary trophy. It is. It is a mid-card belt. Like, let's let's. Let, I'm a wrestling fan. It is a mid-card belt. Um, and, and I'm not here to deny that. No one right now, and certainly no one for a while, is going to value winning the NBA Cup over the Larry O'Brien Trophy. The Larry O'Brien Trophy is the Larry O'Brien Trophy. It is the ultimate prize. But I think as we've seen, its it, it can't satisfy everything. Um, you know, I, I'm a big believer of this, that the NBA is not about the destination. I mean, although we do get great stories, because... The NBA, this year accepted, is the most predictable of the major sports leagues. We know the four or five teams that are going to win championships before we get to the end, before we even begin the season. Like even today, I can probably tell you the four or five teams that are really competing for a championship, maybe it's six, um, and everyone else is either fighting for their future, delusional, or really have no purpose to the season. Um, you know, obviously, like we talk about the Magic, the Magic want to be a championship team, and we understand that there are steps along the process. There's there's steps on that hero's journey to get to a championship season and a, cha- and a, a group that is capable of winning a championship. And we're trying to take those steps this season. So, you know, I'm a big believer that not everyone's gonna win the championship. And yes, there are teams that should be disappointed because their seasons are championship or You know, Milwaukee's a great example. But you know, Giannis had great perspective that everything's part of the journey. And I'm a believer that the playoffs themselves are just a different animal. They are the I I, I always remember this. Um uh uh Adrian Healy, former coach at Orlando City, now coaching at Minnesota United in the MLS, always thought it was a little weird when he was coaching the Lions that everyone valued the playoffs and winning the championship for winning the playoff over winning the regular season championship. Because in USL Pro at the time, they gave out a a, champ, a trophy to the regular season champion. And, and this quote always stuck with me. It's like, why do we value a month and a half or two months of the season more than the previous six. I'll say it here. I am a believer that the NBA should give out a regular season trophy, a regular season championship trophy. If you have the best record in the regular season, and yes, typically that team does go on to win a championship or have a real shot at winning the Larry O'Brien trophy. You should get a a, a recognition for that because the fact of the matter is, and this is why I love this idea of the in-season tournament. I'll get to it in a sec is winning in the playoffs and winning in the regular season are two very different skill sets. Being able to game plan and win a seven-game series is difficult. It is a challenge. Being able to be successful day in and day out through all the injuries, through all the ups and downs of an 82-game season is a different challenge. As is winning a single elimination tournament. It represents a different challenge. It represents being able to handle the randomness of life, so to speak. And so I really think it's, I mean, you see this in European soccer. That's obviously where the the NBA drew their inspiration from. But European soccer has very much the same idea. They have your regular season champion for your domestic league. They have uh, kind of another in-season Champions League among the very best teams that, that, that plays out like a playoff where you have these super pressure-packed individual games. And then you have your single elimination domestic cup. Usually uh, here in the U.S., it's the U.S. Open Cup. In England, it's the FA Cup. In Spain, I believe it's called the Copa del Rey. Don't quote me on that one. Um, but you have these single elimination tournaments where if one thing goes wrong, you're out. And so, you know, we we love the NCAA tournament. We idolize the NCAA tournament because of the randomness involved because the best team in the world could have the best team in the nation could have a bad day and get beat and their season's over. That's what the NBA is trying to introduce here. In addition to, of course, try to drum up interest in the early part of the season when football's still going on, when the NBA is considered something of an afterthought, you know, the, the, the common fan saying is that the NBA season, you don't really have to pay attention to the NBA season until after Christmas. That's something the NBA is trying to change, and that's something at the very, very, very heart of why the in season tournament exists. So before we get into, so how is this tournament going to work? Well, the good news is it's not going to change the schedule that much. There are going to be some changes, and there's going to be some late additions to the schedule, but the ma- the, the Magic schedule is not going to change very much. There will still be an 82-game season, except in November, Games played on Tuesdays and Fridays will be designated tournament days. So every game in November on a Tuesday except for November 7th, which is Election Day, which the NBA will once again take off. Kudos to the NBA for making Election Day a holiday, um, at least for them. Um, and then Fridays will all be tournament games. So two, November, in November, games on Tuesdays and Fridays are part of this tournament. They split the, two, the, the teams at the conferences again. Uh, and split each team in each conference into three five-team groups. You'll play everyone within your group once, two home, two two home games, two away games. The team with the best record in each group is going to advance to the quarterfinals with one wild card team. The team with the bet with the second with the best record among second place teams advancing. And I don't know what the tiebreakers will be on that because I imagine there'll be a couple three and one teams in there um, advancing to the quarterfinal stage. With quarterfinal games being played in early December. The semifinals being played December seventh, and the championship game December 9th in Las Vegas. This thing is going to be over very, very quickly. So it won't be too disruptive to the season. The quarterfinal game will be played at a, at a, at, host, at the team sites. Um, those games will be added to the eighty-two game schedule. The only the only teams that will play eighty-three games are the te- is the team that plays in the championship game, and the championship game will be the only game. That doesn't count for regular season statistics. So, the idea I think the NBA has with this is they're going to make sure they're, they're by baking the baking it into the NBA schedule instead of having a separate week like U.S. Open Cup does or like the FA Cup does. Is it does in a sense ensure that at least there's going to be the modicum of trying. You know, yeah, these games are designated special. Um, that they're on the schedule. You know when these games are coming up. You know when the games count towards this. Um, But I think the idea is because they have double meaning. They're both meaningful for the regular season, which is meaningful for the playoffs, and meaningful for the tournament. They're hoping that they can generate some interest. And look, the NBA is under no delusion here. It's going to take a while to sell everyone on this. There's going to be some trial and error. It is a new tradition. It's going to take a while for teams to figure out what they want to do with this, how they want to approach these games. And some teams I think will take it seriously, and some teams I think will not. I think the Magic should be a team that takes this seriously. We'll talk about that in a little bit, but when we come back from this break, we'll chat about where the Magic are placed in East Group C, who they've got, and what's ahead on the schedule for them, and why the path is open for them to advance. We'll get to that coming up here in just a moment. But first, a quick word from our friends at Ibotta. In my copy loads. I'll be able to read. Um, picking up burgers and hot dogs for summer barbecue. Well, you know, you're already doing it. So why not get cash back for it with Ibotta? Ibotta gives you cash back on hundreds of groceries, grocery items from produce to personal care to pantry goods. So you can make sure you're breaking, you're beating inflation, no matter what you're purchasing. Either link your loyalty account or upload your receipt after you shop and get your cash back. It's that easy. The average Ibotta user earns $120 per year that could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, or you can use your cash back to buy that flight you've been eyeing, that game you're dying to go to, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Other apps give you points that don't amount to much. With Ibotta, you get real cash back that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. You can earn cash back on hundreds of online brands and retailers too when you start with Ibotta, including Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5.00. Just for trying Ibotta by using the code LOCKED when you register. Just go to the App Store, Google Play Store, and download the free Ibotta app and use code LOCKED. That's Ibotta, I-B-O-T-T-A, in the Google Play or App Store and use code LOCKED.
1: The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league –
0: the middle of summer league why am i bringing up the in-season tournament you want to listen to our recap of of the magics for summer league game go back to sunday's episode of lockdown magic it was published on saturday so you know just july 8th i, I think is the publishing it's a lot it's the last episode in the queue um why am i talking about well saturday the nba announced the playing groups they, they announced the format they gave us all the details of when these games are going to happen they also announced the groups for the inaugural uh in-season tournament and like look just like the playing tournament. This is, this is gimmicky. I'm not going to lie. I love the idea. It's gimmicky. It's going to take a while to get used to. It's going to take a while to get accepted. There's going to be some tweaks to the system, I'm sure, uh, as we move forward. We're going to see how it works this year. Um, but we're going to do it this year, and we're going to see you know, whether it takes and, 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 and how competitive this stuff gets. At the end of the day, these guys are all competitive. You put a prize in front of them that means something, a little bit of prize money too, they're going to play for it. Um, it may not happen like right off the bat. Some of these group play games may not have the same seriousness, but it's still baked into the regular season. It's still going to matter. So we'll see if these games do get in, do get intense. But we do know which group the Magic are going to be in. And, and, and frankly, and I'll explain why I think this is actually a big deal for the Magic and why the Magic should take this event very seriously. Um, the Magic actually do have a pretty good path to be one of the surprise teams. I mean, again, this is a single elimination tournament. At the end of the day, anything can happen in single elimination tournaments. Like it, these are all NBA teams. or anybody can beat anybody on any given night. There's going to be upsets, just like there's upsets at every, you know, at the World Cup. There are upsets in group play all the time. The Magic, I think, are really poised to be one of the teams that upsets a lot. That 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 upsets a lot of brackets uh, in this thing. Let's start with where the Magic are. At. The Magic are going to be in East Group C. So essentially, what the NBA did was they grouped um, every team into five groups of three. They randomly drew one one team, five groups of three based off of last year's standing. So the Magic were grouped with Detroit and uh, and Charlotte in in that last in that last uh, pot, um, and drew those names uh, drew those names into the three groups. Um, Orlando has been drawn with Boston. Brooklyn, uh, Boston, it's Boston, Brooklyn, Chicago, Toronto, Orlando. Boston, Brooklyn, Chicago, Toronto, Orlando. That's all I can count. Um, to say the least, I think this is an incredibly favorable draw for the Orlando Magic. Out of all those teams, and look, Boston's a heavy favorite. I'm not going to sit here and deny that, that the Celtics are probably going to advance out of this group. But out of all those teams... I think we can only veritably say the Orlando Magic are the only team among that group we could call on the rise. The Brooklyn Nets are, you know, coming out of the James. And look, I'm not saying that these teams aren't good and the Magic have a lot to prove themselves, but Brooklyn is coming out of the James Harden, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving trio. They struggled after that trade. Um, you know, they are a team that, you know, you're looking for a team that's about to lose their playoff their, their spot in the playoffs at the Magic or the Pacers or one of those other young teams can go get, I don't see Brooklyn as a playoff team next year. Toronto and Chicago are coming out of the 9-10 game of last year's play-in tournament. Both teams have plenty of talent still remaining, but Toronto just lost Fred Van Vliet. Chicago is Chicago. They're kind of stuck in the middle. And look, DeMar DeRozan, Nikola Vucic, Zach Levine in a, in, a, in a single elimination game, are capable of beating anybody. So don't count them out quite yet. I'm sure Chicago and Toronto are also looking at this group and saying, this is a winnable group. This is a group where we can advance. So this is a group that that does feel like it could have a couple upsets, be really competitive and be a group where someone surprising gets out in the end. Uh, and then you have the Boston Celtics who just lost Marcus Smart, who just lost Grant Williams, two very capable rotation players. Yes, they added Kristaps Rozingis. They still have Jason Tatum. They still have Jalen Brown. But I don't think they're the same title contenders they were last year. I think they, I think they lost a lot of intangibles. And especially considering this tournament's going to be happening early in the year, they're still going to be figuring a lot of things out. This in-season tournament, because it's happening in November, is going to favor A, teams that are healthy, obviously. And B, it's going to favor teams that have continuity. Well, the Magic aren't always healthy, but um they certainly have continuity. Um the only the only players that they lost last season were Michael Carter Williams and Admir- Admiral Admiral Scott and Admiral Schofield. Uh and one more, Who am I missing? Who am I missing? Who am I missing? They're missing one of uh, And bowl. Um, um three non rotation players. So this magic team, yes, they'll be integrating some new rookies, they'll have some some health, they'll have some health issues. This team is essentially the same team, and not only that, it's a team that does feel like it's on the rise. It's a team that beat Boston three times last year. It's a team that split their season series with the Toronto Raptors, beat the Chicago Bulls in their season series, um, split their series. What? Maybe did they split their series? Um, are very could certainly be very competitive against the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, you know, I think I think well when the state when the predictions come out. The Magic will be ahead of the Brooklyn Nets on a lot of on a lot of cheat sheets. Um, this is a Magic team that is on the rise and a team that does have the opportunity, I think, to make some noise in this tournament. Group C is open for them. And look, I'm not going to sit here and say that the Magic can get a wild card spot. I think they do need to win the group to advance to the knockout stage. But this pathway is wide open for them to do so. On top of this, we do know where the Magic will play these opponents. The Magic will get... I believe it's these. Let me double let me double check uh, my cheat sheet here. Give me a sec. Um the magic will get the I know they get the Celtics at home. Of course that's cut off. Um the Magic. Sorry. The Magic get the Celtics and the Raptors at home and go to Chicago and Brooklyn. No, uh, sorry. Celtics and Bulls at home. They go to Chicago. I can't read the chart that they gave us. Um, Give me a sec. Um, They get Celtics and Raptors at home. They travel to Chicago and Brooklyn. I apologize for not having that ready. Um, To me, Orlando gets to two more difficult opponents at home. I'll give Chicago. Maybe the, the trip to Chicago is going to be a real pivot point. But the point is, everything does feel set up for Orlando to be a surprise team. It does feel set up for this team to have a favorable draw and to do something that could be really important. You're probably thinking, okay, this in-season tournament, we don't understand it yet. We don't get it. It's all going to be a grand experiment. Yes, it is. It's all a grand experiment. No one really knows what to expect from this thing. But the path is open to advance. And if I'm the Orlando Magic... I want to take this thing seriously. I want to make this tournament matter to my players and to my team. I think the Magic should be all in on this in-season tournament. And I'll explain why that could be really, really important coming up in just a moment.
1: The NBA playoffs are right around the corner. And Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama.
0: So again, I'm I'm not here to dispel your skepticism. This this thing is manufactured. It is created. Everything's created. All trophies are created. All you know, everything is invented to some extent. Um, this is a new tradition, and new traditions take a little bit of time and people scoff at new ideas, but the play in tournament has been a brilliant, a gimmick, but brilliant bit of marketing and a brilliant bit of of just fun. It has successfully limited the number of teams that are taking at the end of the season. It has made games matter. The games at the end of last season mattered for the Orlando Magic because the play-in tournament existed. And, uh, you, you know, as much as people probably got annoyed with the talk of the, pl- of the postseason and the play-in tournament, playing games that meant something all the way to the end of the season was so good for this team. It, you know, it kept their attention. It meant Jamal Mosley had their attention for a little while longer. It meant you could start showing and preparing them for playoff action and for playoff thought processes and understanding what it's going to take to win at a higher level. Having the play-in tournament exists and and having the Magic be in the running, a distant running, but in the running to make that play-in tournament last year made this team better and put them in a better place to be competitive this season. You cannot tell me that the play-in tournament has not been a smashing success. So all I'm going to ask is that when we get to the in-season tournament in November, give it a try. Yes, there are going to be some teams that treat don't treat it special. There are going to be teams that say, we got bigger goals out there. We're not going to push an injured player to play in these games. And, and I, honestly, I don't think any team, especially those early games, I don't think any team is going to really push you to make these play-in game, to make these in-season tournament games feel special until we get deeper until the pressure starts to ramp up. If you're hurt uh and you you know, you're not, you're not going to be pushed to play in the same way you might or a player may not push himself to play in these in-season tournament games the same way they would the playoffs, the same way they would in April. I'm okay with that. Maybe we'll get there one day. We're not going to get there this year. So there will be varying degrees of interest. There's varying degrees of interest in the FA Cup, to be perfectly honest, as as far as I understand. There's varying degrees of interest in the U.S. Open Cup here in, in, in the U.S. Even more established trophies and even more established tournaments have that issue. So I'm not here to debate that. But for a team like the Orlando Magic, this is opportunity. We're looking for ways to prepare the Orlando Magic to play in the playoffs. We're looking for ways to test and see how good our team is, what they're about, who's going to be successful, and what's going, who's going to be who what what holes need to be filled when we get to the playoffs or, or as this team develops and grows. At the end of the day, there is no way to simulate playoff basketball. That's the truth. Jamal Mosley, we know that he's showing clips of the playoffs. He's talking about the playoffs to the, to his players. But the fact of the matter is outside of Gary Harris, no one on this roster has been in the playoffs. And now Joe Ingles too. Outside of Gary Harris and Joe Ingles, no one's been in the playoffs on this team. Not, not in a significant way. This is a team that does not have pressure game situation. And, and that first playoffs series, whether it happens this year or next year, it better happen one of those two years. Um, is going to be a wake-up call for this team. But that's why the in-season tournament is valuable. It's going to give a young team like the Orlando Magic pressure game experience early in the season. They're going to know, hey, we're two and one. If we want to advance in this thing, we need to beat Chicago on the road to clinch our spot in the next round or to tie tie Boston give ourselves a chance, or or, or whatever, whatever the case may be. We need to win this game in order to advance, in order to have something. They're going to feel that pressure. And whether they succeed or fail in it, that experience alone is going to help them in March and April when the pressure to win games is going to increase again. This is a dry run, not only for the playoffs, but for the playoff stretch run to help this team grow and develop. And again, you cannot simulate that experience. You can't when you're out of the playoffs, say in March like, "Hey, we got to win this game. Let's act like we need this game to make the playoffs." You can't do that in December. You can't do that in January. In March and April every, you know, as much as we don't want to say that those games matter more, everyone's attention is a little bit more up in those games. And so what the NCAA tournament might do or what the in-season tournament can do is it can force a young team like the Magic to feel that pressure for the first time. And if Orlando is able to get to the quarterfinals, if they're able to advance out of group play, now all of a sudden they're in a do-or-die game. They're in a game seven. And whether the other team matches game seven intensity or not, Orlando can feel what that feels like. And yeah, it's low stakes. The NBA Cup's the NBA Cup. The Adam Silver Cup, whatever they end up calling it, is the NBA Cup officially. I, I like calling it the Silver Cup. Um, it's the, it, the NBA Cup might be lower stakes. I'm not here to dispute that. But it's good practice. And if there's one thing this Magic team is short on as we hope that they're able to make a postseason run. This season is playoff experience, is pressure game experience. Orlando got a little bit of that last year, but not very much. Um, you know, Orlando felt, you know, felt the pressure of like, hey, we need to win to keep up. And, you know, they had their struggles with that. They were a 500 team. They didn't win or lose more than two games for much of the season from December through March. I think they had one three-game losing streak from December through March um, after, their, after their win streak ended. This is a team that needs this pressure experience. And, yeah, it might be a gimmick. I'm not here to say that the in-season tournament isn't a little gimmicky. But the in-season tournament is going to give the Magic an opportunity to practice that pressure. And that's not something that they should lose. Now, there are going to be a lot of questions, um, you know, again, about all this. I, I do think the Magic's pathway to advance out of this tournament is open, but I think the Magic will have some other concerns as well. Erlander's going to have five, t- five players playing at the World Cup. Um, pa- Paolo Bancaro, Franz Wagner, Mo Wagner, Joe Ingles, Gogo Batadze are all heading to the Philippines in August. I think there will be a little bit of concern, just kind of pacing them, making sure they can all get through the 82-game season. They're all important players. It would not surprise me if the Magic do have a little bit of a rest program in place or a little bit of a game management, uh, player management program in place early in the season. Still, all those guys are going to get pressure game, pr- pressure game practice in the World Cup. Going to the World Cup is great for young players. I'm really happy Palo's going. We know what Franz can do in some of these games. I'm really excited to see them all play. This is more pressure game situation. This is import- more importantly pressure game situation for the entire team. And so it's my belief the Magic should take this seriously. And should make sure this is something they get the most out of. We'll see what the schedule ultimately looks like when the regular season schedule comes out in August. Um, but we will definitely highlight these games when we do our schedule review, because I do think that this is a very important thing. But I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Mansion. Of course, find me on Twitter at Philip, underscore OMD. Subscribe to the podcast at Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, tune in Him, like Google Play, like Spotify, Odyssey, and all the fun places on the podcast to your podcast-enabled listen device. For the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out OrlandoMagicDaily.com. You can follow us there on Twitter, at omagicdaily. For my everyday crew, thank you for listening every day. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll recap the Orlando Magic's game against the Indiana Pacers, get back into summer league, see how Anthony Black, Jet Howard, and the rest of the crew improve over a pretty solid game on Saturday against the Pistons. We'll get to that on tomorrow's episode of Locked on Magic. But until then... For Orlando Magic Daily and Locked On Magic, this has been Philip ross Reich. We'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked On Hey,
1: Prime members.